what do you want to start with? Talk shit about Blandy? Yeah. <laughs> fucking so we were meant to have a podcast. Obviously me, you, Blandy. And Blandy's, Blandy's mouse that said he wasn't energetic yeah. enough. He was all in during the day. Yeah. Until it's crunch time. Me and Pierce are just in my downstairs, the only quiet place in the house, drinking a few... Four Pines Pacific Ales. Pacific Ales, which are, which are actually mid-strength, but yeah. we don't want to get too crazy. But delicious. But uh, if the conversation falls apart, at least we can rely on the alcohol, which I think... Okay, so, so let's just preface this podcast with some qualifications. Pisto? Well, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally unqualified in anything. Pisto studying medicine. I'm studying, yeah, I'm studying medicine. But technically you have an undergrad degree. Actually, yeah, true. You have so health science degree. I basically, I have a health science. See, degree, mum was yeah. talking. Mum was talking nonsense about you saying, "Pistos are not qualified." What? Because I was said we were going to talk about health stuff, mm. and mum said you're not qualified, and I said, "Mum, he's got a health science degree." Yeah. So technically, I I don't have the qualification in paper, but mm. if I did want to do any form of post grad work, I could hit up UNSW. Yeah. And they'd give me a health science degree. Yeah. Right. That's that's good then. At least you get something out of it. Yeah, I feel if I don't make it all the way, which I, I feel health science is, I feel it's decent enough to fall back on. Like those psychology kids that don't make their post grad go straight to arts. They get a bachelor of arts degree, mm. which I find so, so weird because yeah. they make the ATAR for it like ninety some mid nineties. Mm. They let in all these kids. They all do it. And if you don't get a distinction average in your psych classes, you get an arts degree yeah. and you can't do post-grad and your major is psychology. And it's like some kid that got 80 could could have done that, mm. you know? Think about all that knowledge they've got. Like, Yeah, I know. It's, it's so dumb. It's such a deep understanding of one, like... One of my friends missed out... Mind. One of my friends missed out on the mark by like three and she full had to move up. She moved up to Coffs Harbour to do a post-grad. Nowhere in Sydney would take her. Yeah. A lot of places... Do you can't join the university from another university if you've already done the undergrad mm. psych or the arts major because they're like yeah they're like fuck you you should have started with us yeah, you know what I mean like, they've got that goodwill to the students that did yeah exactly there, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like look you chose to go to Western Sydney at the start and now we're rewarding you where it's like I, I see you wanted to go to Sydney and yeah. now <laughs> and now because things didn't work out you come crawling back to us classic stitch up Crawling back. <laughs> That'd be the worst. You're like the middle of the pack and you yeah. don't know where to go. Yeah, exactly. The people that were like, didn't make it to start with and had to go to somewhere. I don't get why they let so many people in. It's just like cruel. Yeah. Also, how many psychologists do, do we need? Like genuine question. I've Mate, got no idea. COVID, I reckon a few more. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Me and Pista have been, we just live down the road. So this is reference for... Perhaps if we publish it or to my future self. Yeah. In case I go crazy and I forget. Pisa lives down the road. We've been gymming. Um, That's right. So during COVID, or well, before COVID actually, I threw together a bit of a home gym. Which yeah, boy. has been a massive blessing yeah. during these gym closure times. And Harry and Andrew have been yeah. frequenting the home gym. Dude, if, if you didn't have the home gym, like I would have had to have picked a, a, a hobby and got gotten super into it because if I didn't gym like that was the only part of my day you know yeah so I'm I, in the same boat I reckon yeah, yeah. I would have been like oh I reckon COVID would have hit me so much harder if I didn't have that like 
couple Dude, of hours a day just to grind in the gym. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't have the gym, I would be watching our, I'd be watching every David Dobrik vlog <laughs> from when he started to the end. I love that man's vlogs. He's a, he's a genius. People pay me out for that, but... Would have had to do some running or something. Yeah, true. And that's also... We also have done a fair bit of boxing. Yeah. Boxing um, starting back up soon. Yeah. This is... Okay. So do you think... Are you... Do you feel the need to go back to the boxing class or do you feel competent enough to do the same thing, like replicate the boxing class with, say, me and you? That's an interesting point. Yeah, because so, I was going to ask this in the group the other day. I was like... Do we really I, need it? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I... I mean, we have... we know each other so well in terms of like our training and stuff that mm. I think we're pretty like in tune with each other. But this is a question, maybe if we send this to um, the boxing group chat, maybe they can give me some feedback as well. But yeah. I don't know. Well, my, my opinion is this. I've actually thought about this yeah. where I really enjoy the class with Billy. Mm. That's our boxing coach because he pushes us like really hard and yeah. he's obviously an expert at it and can critique our form and shit so we can really improve in that regard mm. but what i liked about those boxing sessions that we were doing was that it wasn't like a balls to the wall hard out session mm. like we do with billy mm. so we can just go for like maybe two easy rounds work on like a bit of technique get the heart rate up without having to like completely axe ourselves but mm. i think there's value in both yeah and I, yeah actually that's a good point because I definitely get pushed way harder when I'm in Billy's class. And you're also in the environment. When you get put in that environment, you're like forced to go hard. Mm. If you if you get put in, it's like, it's the same thing with uni online. I mean, I'm at home in the worst environment to study. I'm going to do bad. But if you're forced to be in a classroom and there's people talking, you're generally going to like, well, I find I'm going to, you know, go harder. It's the same as the boxing. We definitely. can replicate like we can do all the same exercises down in the gully, but then it it's just not the same environment. It's just me and you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the other thing I like about doing it by ourselves is like you can kind of experiment more. Definitely. And can like you have can have a bit of fun. Yeah, you have yeah, a bit yeah. more fun with it. It's less serious. I mean, in the class, it's still fun. Like Billy can have a laugh and stuff, but... Mm. I definitely think there's, there's a lot of benefit to doing both. And I, yeah. I think we should try and aim to do... Both. Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Rip Billy. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't died. He just, we just haven't heard from him in ages. I don't know what he's doing with himself. But... No, that Facebook post last night. Yeah, true. We're back in business. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll go back next week. Maybe if we do an updated uh, potty. Will Andrew go boxing? I don't know. He always seems to complain about his shoulders. Yeah, but... I know. I thought it was well because he's like, he felt like he's uh, like fell behind a little bit. Mm. And now he sees us and he doesn't think he can get back to the same dude. Well, if there's any time to start again, it's one. Yeah, it's now everyone. Yeah. Ages. Everyone's going to be so rusty. He can fit right in. And then everyone's at the same level. If we just go consistently. Yeah. I mean, I think different people have a certain intuition towards like things like boxing, for instance, like, I mean, Matt Young's like one of my besties, but mm. he's, you've been doing it a lot shorter than him and you're a, like, a, no offense, Matt, like a lot better than Matt. Mm. Um, so I guess it kind of depends. Yeah. He also, Andrew's a whinger. Like he'll always complain about physical things. Sometimes I, I think it's all up here. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah. That's an interesting point. I reckon a lot of that comes down to like your baseline kind of physical ability. Mm. Like, I genuinely think I picked it up pretty quick, mainly because 
of like how consistently I've been working out. Yeah, true. And like I've built that base of being able to kind of like learn physical mm. movements, like mm. learning the technique of like barbell movements is quite a like specific skill. But I think it's also that like ability to learn that skill can apply to every... Yeah, true. Like You've got a more aptitude. You've got a bigger aptitude for learning that sort of stuff because you're already in that world doing... Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I find interesting about boxing as well? Like, uh, girls hate... Like, whenever I try and talk fighting with them, except like one, they all hate it. They don't, you know, and they don't like... Who's the one? Oh, I'm not going to say now, but... <laughs> uh, and they don't like all that. But I swear, as soon as they're like in the boxing class, they like froth it. They love it. Mm. It's like the best exercise they've done. Maybe that's because they're doing it like with all of us guys and it's like we're all doing the same thing. There's no pandering mm. to, you know, different groups based on gender. But when you say fighting, are you talking like... I just mean... UFC fighting? Yeah, like well, I just fighting, mean like... Violence in general? I just feel like... Yeah, all that. Yeah. But then they love the violence when they put the mitts on. Yeah, uh, the, that's true, the actually. On. Like, all the... Whenever UFC's playing at the pub, like, the girls are always like, how can you guys watch yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. But you're right. The girls froth the throwing mitts. You know, it's funny. I, I worked at a pub. I worked in the, the Oak Hotel, shout out, when I was 18... And they were, I remember them playing the UFC and I, I was with the girls behind the bar and I was like, this is gross. I don't know how anyone can watch this. Like, it's <laughs> filthy because all I saw was some guy just getting his head pounded when he's already on the ground. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. But now, now I'm like, it, was, it actually took over as like my number one sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this weekend, um, uh, Curtis Blades versus that... Volkov is yeah, it? Volkov. Yeah, Volkov. Do you want to give a prediction or... I actually don't know those two very well. Obviously. Yeah. I only saw Volkov... Curtis Blades is a bit of a gun, I reckon. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's a... Some good I think he's a... Um, uh, what do they call it? NCAA Div 1 wrestler mm. from college. And then that Volkov guy was like a up-and-coming young guy, undefeated record, and then got knocked out by Derek Lewis in the last round. Do you remember like I don't was, remember that There one, was like no. seconds to go And Derek Lewis just throws his right hand He's getting oh. beat the whole fight And just like kills him Damn. Not literally kills him But Yeah You know um, Heavyweight's just unpredictable like Yeah it's so crazy yeah. Yeah. Anything can happen I mean Someone said to me Before Would you rather Spend I think A minute In the ring With current Mike Tyson mm-hmm. Like 50 year old Mike Tyson Or 10 seconds in the ring with prime Mike Tyson. Oh, that's what you rather. Because then that's, that's really, have you seen his workout about. videos? Yeah. He's like shredded now. He's like still looking really I know. athletic. Yeah, yeah. And I think they always say power is the last thing to go. So mm, I'd uh, probably take 10 seconds with, with prime. prime. You just and run. Just run, <laughs> run in a circle. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Put my mitts up for 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a 10 time. seconds with prime is doable. Either a minute you're getting knocked out. It doesn't matter. Like hundred percent. You can't defend yourself. No, no, no. He just punched you. Like that's crazy. I I feel like I'd go 10 seconds as well. Yeah. But yeah, padded gloves coming at you soon. That's it. Little shout out to the boxing group chat. (laughs) Thanks for Fox to, uh, for finding, finding it in the, he's always finding these little bouldering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like Fox is a guy who like loves, New f- they're not even fads though because he'll like cont- bouldering lasted for a while. Yeah, we were all bouldering for, for a years, while. Yeah, like, I know. 
we'd probably go like six months without doing it, but it yeah, was always yeah, like, yeah. but it, someone was like, Boulder? Yeah, it's always there. It'd be on. Yeah, f- what? Oh, I swear he was doing something recently as well. I don't know. He's like, does art things sometimes. Sorry for reducing your um, artistic and creative works to art things, Fox. But, <laughs> but yeah, well, he, he got us into the boxing. I mean, his parents used to go. So no, I think it's good. Mm. You got to learn how to throw a punch. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I think that's a, like a decent skill to have. But then you get into it and then you leave the bathroom on a night out and you look at yourself in the mirror and start shadow boxing. <laughs> the amount of times I've been tagged in that is ridiculous. Have you ever thought about your like ability if you got into a real life altercation? I like I changing think, based on going to padded gloves. I think that's such a I think I'd like to say yes, because some I see some street videos and I'm and they're throwing crazy like and it's haymakers yeah, and it just yeah. looks and I'm like, that's ridiculous. I can throw a way better punch than that. But now that I think about it, if you had the adrenaline in you and you were like out the front of a pub and like, mm. you know, you got, Especially you're not you. thinking left, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. You're not thinking left, right, left hook, right uppercut. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just thinking like, like fight. Mm. That's it. So. Yeah. I, I don't know all this. It's kind of like in the bubble of boxing. Mm. So. In the world of boxing, yeah. there's no rule about like takedowns St- not allowed. Street fighting and like fighting in a gym, I think, is so two different things. So different. And yeah. Chuck said this to me once. He was like, he thought Conor McGregor could beat up, like I think he said, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think maybe two, like two bounces mm. at the same time. And I was just thinking, like two big no bounces, no heavy bodied. Like I just think street fights so different. Like. They just bull rush you. It's like some schoolyard stuff. Mm. I mean, maybe one on one, yeah. If he had like the distance and he he had the he prepared for it, yeah. But I just think size is the biggest factor. Yeah, like, size there's is no way you overcome that. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you see that video of Ryan Garcia, who's like a heavyweight? Ah, uh, not a heavyweight. Sorry, a li- like a twenty-two-year-old super lightweight boxing kid. Like he's some phenom, super quick hands, punching Francis and Ganu. In his uh, body, in his like boxing bodysuit, and Ngannou wasn't even moving. And yeah. Ryan Garcia has like one of the fastest left hooks in the game, and he's just gone bang, bang. And Francis Ngannou was just standing there like laughing. Unchanged. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's like. But any right shot to the head, there. like surely mm. you're out. But like landing that shot when someone's got like a height and reach advantage and like a weight advantage because they can just physically overpower you is yeah. It makes it near impossible, I reckon, if the mm. if the matchups so different. Yeah, you know, any girl listening who well who has been listening is definitely like, all right, screw skip, these skip, guys. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I what? thought it was only a matter of time before it came a bloody UFC fighting yeah. uh, podcast. Well, what else have you been doing recently? Mm. Have you tried anything new in quarantine besides obviously exercising a lot, which isn't very new? Um, I started. Learning Italian. Which, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I die for her. Italians. Which is going good. I still probably can't string together a proper sentence, but one of the things I've found most helpful is having my Italian-speaking parents. Obviously, yeah, around, that's huge. Which is like really good. And mum will never give up an opportunity to correct me. Oh, so really? How good I, are you now? Oh, uh, like a lot of it is just like learning the grammar 
Right. So like, so you could you could say like generally in like broken Italian generally what you want to do or but it just would the words would be muddled up or you'd say yeah I could probably like ask basic questions like yeah okay um, yeah give me some like a week but like uh, um do you care calore um so it's like what color is (laughs) (laughs) uh la bitter so what color is the beer what do you care la lore d being of care being um what so of what color colore la bitter ah Yeah, that's good. So it's like, it's, but one of the things I'm having a lot of trouble with is it's like the grammar is so different. Yeah. Do they have so, masculine and feminine? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. That's so such a confusing. Is for beer, but if you said like, uh, what's a masculine? Um, like a, the boy yeah. is il ragazzi, or ragazzo, ragazzi for plural. Yeah, okay. So the the, the of the word changes as well. Yeah. So for feminine, it's la, for boys, for masculine, it's il. That was one of the hardest things about learning French. Yeah. The um, the different, like masculine and, you know, the way the accents as well. Oh. Uh, that's so confusing. Mm. I found like, getting the language down to like a memory was really easy for me. But like actually understanding why you know you swap those around for you know mm. which la la like. That was the hardest part. The reason why you do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not just like rope learning your sentences, no. which I could do fine because I could just rope learn and speak all the basic stuff. But Exactly. If you had like a one-to-one translation of the sentence to the yeah, words yeah, that yeah. was another language, it would just literally become an um, exercise of memory. Yeah. But the grammar is just the thing. So how long have you been brain. learning Italian? Since... The I'll start of quarantine? Start of, start of lockdown, yeah. Yeah, so a few right. Months. I'll be honest, I've been a bit slack over the last two weeks. It's so easy again, to get... But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to get slack at languages. I oh, I went terrible. to... Me, Fox and Kurt and Wenabon went to Austria and Germany at the end of HSC. And, um, you know, I was like, I want to learn German so bad because it's so cool. Everyone was speaking German. I was like, I want to come back here. And then you start learning the language when you're there and you really appreciate it. And then as soon as you come back, you're like, oh, it's, it's like, it's, like, it's, such uh, an effort. it's so hard because you're not around it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's so hard to, the, I think another reason is because you've literally got no positive feedback in the, in the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. When you're yeah. in Germany, it's like, yeah. when you get a new word or a new phrase, you're like, shit, like I can talk to people. Like, yeah. You, and if you, you say it wrong, they'll be like, no, no, blah, blah, blah. And you're yeah. like, blah, blah. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I found that in Japan. It's also, I think it's just being a good traveler, learning some of the language going over there. Mm, that's such a huge thing. Like. Yeah. In Japan, I was learning some of the language, like, uh, oh, I'm not going to say it in the, <laughs> in the accent, but, um, and like people generally like, they're a surprise, but they're like good surprise. You know, they mm. appreciate the fact that you, you know, took some time to, because you don't want to just be that tourist, like that Logan Paul running through. Mm. Did you say, you know, yeah, yeah, I know that's an extreme version, but you don't want to be like that culturally insensitive of running mm. through, well, especially in Japan as like well. Americans. I mean, I know yeah, like yeah. It's, it's a stereotype, but like, you might get canceled for talking, yeah, yeah. talking bad about <laughs> Americans, but like, I feel like they're pretty, um, what would be the word? Ignorant travelers. Yeah, right. As a people. Yeah. I, well, 
America are very like Cancer. America first, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think the best example of this is in the Olympics, they're the only country in the world that doesn't dip their flag to the hosting country. So oh. I think everyone, the way it works, if someone knows this a hundred percent, they're going to be really mad at me saying this, but mm. or getting this wrong, but I think they walk past and everyone like dips their flag, say Australia's hosting in the strap to the Australian flag. And America are the only ones that don't dip their flag, not because out of disrespect generally towards the country, but it's like America will never dip its flag. You know, they're very yeah, America yeah, first. Yeah. Like well, they, They're very much under the illusion that America is the greatest country in the world. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, if you're living there, like you, you probably... I mean, there's a good case. You could... I mean, maybe not now with everything yeah. going on, <laughs> but uh, um, they're definitely, you know... Yeah. They've definitely done some good stuff. I think... A lot of stuff. I I don't I don't really want to talk on any of their, um, you know, any of the racial tension there. Only because I'm probably not educated enough about like about the topic, and I don't know enough about general uh, like growing up in America or any of the, Mm. you know, I haven't spent that much time there. I haven't seen it, and uh, I can only go off research, which I haven't done. That's why I'm not going to talk about it. Mm. I'm not sure if you heard, well, you did. You, did you listen to the podcast? Me and I Pooley did. To uh, <laughs> yeah, me and my good friend, Tom Pooley. Uh, he's a smart dude. Um, did a podcast and he was talking about public policy, which the Australian government can enact in order to change some of the inadequacies with, you know, um, indigenous incarceration and stuff like that. And I thought that was useful you know, we won't, we're just talking about like actual solutions that could happen mm. and that have happened to change some of the, you know, incarceration rates or the way um, Indigenous communities are like disenfranchised and, you know, with, with wealth and all, all that stuff. Mm. I think I'm with you. I'm not, I don't know enough to comment. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to make it too political either. Uh, did you see what B- Blandy tagged us in? Blandy tagged us in a post about defunding the Australian police, which was a big movement in Minneapolis, mm. obviously defund the police there. Um, and I, from listening to Joe Rogan in Seattle, I think that they've like taken a section of the city. Yeah, I yeah well. taken a section like of the city blocks. with no government, like no police, no like purely power to the people. Mm. Um, but really, like, I mean, and then Joe's like, the, "How long would that last?" Yeah, <laughs> Bill Burr. Bill Burr. He's yeah. got a point. Like, yeah, they're in there for six blocks. Like, what? They're gonna let them go to the grocery store? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Nah, come on. As Bill Burr said, it's 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 all it's gonna be them running it until they yeah need some food. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, give them a week. Like, let but, them have their fun for a week. Yeah, but I feel so. Basically, the post was talking about defunding the Australian police due to some inherent systematic uh, racism, you know, that's within the force and the government. Um, And I just thought it was really interesting, like some of the comments people were saying. And Mm. they're not really like, I'm really against having a discussion about this stuff on social media because yeah, you don't no see one's, someone's face to face like it's really yeah no one's willing to have an actual conversation that's what yeah. I find crazy like people will comment pretty legitimate like there's a lot of people commenting you know just like F you mm. and I'm like that what is that doesn't help anything yeah. obviously like trolls yeah you just get their laugh or whatever but then there's some people with legitimate you know rebuttals and 
then the person that posted it comments something about like it's just not healthy it doesn't facilitate no. any healthy conversation but if you weren't if that person wasn't on the other end of the computer screen if they were sitting in front of you yeah i don't think half the shit that got said on there would be said yeah exactly and i found this at uni as well speaking with some of these people um like obviously everyone at uni is very politically inclined not everyone but i do arts so there's a lot of people who are very politically inclined and have strong opinions and the it's it's amazing how willing how different they are when you're face to face and you're having a normal conversation mm. i mean i don't ever want to you know make them seem like idiots or get aggressive or anything usually i'm friends with them i make friends with them mm. and then we're just talking and then i offer up a you know a counter argument and it's very like reasonable discussion mm. But then I'll see them do something online that's pretty unreasonable and, and the people commenting back are unreasonable as well. So I definitely think that's a point. Just just like the face, taking out the face-to-face adds... So much conflict. Yeah, so much. Unnecessary aggression. Yeah, and, it's ba- and when you're on Instagram, basically anonymous because your name can be anything yeah. and you don't have a public profile. Mm. A lot of people are private have private profiles. You can still comment on a public post. Yeah, but you no can still comment. Yeah, exactly. They'll see yeah. your tiny little profile picture mm. and whatever name you've picked and how many followers you got. But that doesn't mean anything. No. I th- that, this is like, I, I wrote an essay about the toxic culture of Reddit. And I, I think the, the most, the major part of the toxicity comes from the pure fact that you can be anonymous on reddit it's so easy to make an account like facebook's a bit different because you're linking more of your life Mm. through facebook but reddit i I signed up username email password yeah Yeah. exactly and mine you know joe rogan is king which is my name on reddit (laughs) um you know no one knows anything about me i use a i I may have even used a fake email Mm. so you know it's it's such a contributing factor to the like just this shit toxic culture online yeah that both both side everyone not not one side or the other just the the fact that it's anonymous makes people feel like they can say whatever they want mm. you know if you really want to see that in action go on a reddit post that's like politically charged and you yeah. can change the comments to sort by controversial oh no way can yeah, you yeah so i think it like i don't know how it like tells it's controversial or not but you just see all these posts that have like really like that's crazy they like probably filter for opinions. certain words maybe i think it's um or so, based or on if they've got like an equal and equal amount of likes and dislikes oh okay yeah you know what i mean yeah, that yeah. Way it's kind of like well you're i don't get how reddit works you're the reddit king you've been reading reddit king. since um since high school which yeah. is pretty beyond your years yeah um like. shout out to ned berridge introducing me to reddit <laughs> <laughs> there you go um yeah, I don't know how all that karma and stuff works, but... It's just likes. Yeah. So, but then how it works is you have... Your likes accumulate. So if you imagine all your Facebook likes... Yeah, were added but to in one the total. Number. Right. Yeah, added to one number. And then that... It really doesn't mean anything. It's fake internet points, but... Yeah. But does it mean... how it works is some subreddits, which is like... Like, uh, if you imagine like a Facebook page, be like a subreddit, mm. and you post discussion in that you are required to have like a certain amount of uh, karma oh, to be able okay. to post in there. Yeah. So they want you to comment and like discuss yeah. and comment. Which I guess is fair enough. Yeah, like, I think it's all right. You have to be involved in the... Like they really focused on the subreddits being like a community. Mm. And 
to be fair, Reddit, obviously there are some bad places on Reddit and there's some people that, like the essay I wrote was about the fapping and like all those leaked nudes. That came out of, got spread so easily on Reddit, right? Yeah, 100%. But um, I, about less political things, there's less like just arguing, like childish arguing and more like actual mm. considerate debate because everyone's into whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, they know like with the sports, like I follow a few MMA ones and UFC mm. and, you know, everyone's pretty coherent. And I, I actually like that. Well, just with that point, it's actually, there is that shit that goes on. Mm. But because they have not only an upvote system, but a downvote system. Yeah. Anything that's rubbish just goes straight to the bottom of yeah, the pile. Yeah. And no one ever sees it. Like, there's never yeah. any discussion of it because it doesn't even see the light it's of day. A, it's a crowd, it's a crowd sourced front page. Like, it's the front page of the internet, right? That's yeah. their word, but... It's like you pick the headline, whatever the people are feeling mm. is the headline. Not there's, there's, there's no, no media, there's like no narrative. Yeah, there's no fake narrative yeah. like being pushed or anything. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, because what I've noticed is, and this is what I'm going to talk about on the podcast with Pooley, is like the media, like one big company will post a story, right? Mm. All these little companies will pick it up and post their own like little twist on it but it's the yeah, same it's story the same story yeah and I, I are we going to talk about like josh reynolds a ti- uh, uh west west tiger star got um basically all these articles posted about him how he failed this drug test um roadside drug test and like mm. the story was he failed the little swab went to the lab did the actual hard out test and was clear it was just a mistake the cop said you know 30 percent of these swabs are or whatever it was uh, don't work. Yeah, false positives. So then he looks at social media and Fox Sports and everyone's written all these articles about breaking news. Josh Reynolds, oh. you know, M- like failed a drug test, gone to the cop shop, blah, blah, mm. blah. And he's like, like, it's ridiculous. And the disclaimer for a false article is about, is yeah. an inch on a, on a page, but oh, the headline inch. for something that is false Mm. is massive you know Once what i mean it's out there it's out there exactly retract anything it's retracting it retracting in the media is i mean like it's just not it, it doesn't do anything mm. everyone just remembers the big article yeah oh josh reynolds josh reynolds news, failed yeah. a drug is using drugs and went to the police station yeah and he's driving under the influence the of amount drugs. of like casuals that'll repeat that exactly read up on the and then you go story, hey did yeah. you realize uh to like the next day it actually came out that that was false. Mm. And they're like, no. The damage is done. Yeah, the damage the is already done. The same thing happened. You know, that's, that exact same situation happened about vaccines give you autism. Yeah, there right. There was one study that was like by someone who I think had vested interest against it. Right. Wrote this paper that had like some like very, very questionable evidence. But the paper made headlines. Mm. General public believes it. Mm. Publishing company releases a retraction doesn't do anything no one cares it's already out there then you know people are getting on the bandwagon i think that's a good segue for talking about can you talk about your research paper yeah i was gonna say actually because i was with i was with someone recently who's doing a who's doing a similar thing you're doing um but for psychology okay and she's not allowed to talk about she's not allowed to tell me what the thesis is because it will skew you know, she hasn't done the research yet, so she, she, it'll skew all the 
um, results. Right. So well, I was just checking. I so, don't think that matters as much for me because all the data I'm going to use has already been. Yeah, created. it's already there. So why don't you just say what you, basically what you're doing? Yeah, once, yeah. Like your thesis. So I'm doing a research paper this year, and I'm looking at um, basically how medicinal marijuana can relate to mental health outcomes mm-hmm. if they improve your mental health if um, symptoms if you've got mood disorder anxiety disorder whatnot um and the way we're measuring that is by conducting a survey or the survey's been conducted and we asked people that were using antidepressant medication whether once they started taking medicinal cannabis whether they noticed a reduction in the amount of antidepressant medication that they require to take. Right. That's going to be our yeah, that's um, cool. measurement of And success. have you found like any, have you come to any like outcome yet? So I haven't actually analyzed the data yet. Okay. All the stuff I've done so far has been kind of like preliminary setting up the argument. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what's interesting about all this is obviously marijuana is still illegal in Australia. Mm-hmm. So they can't do what you call a randomized control study where say they give you cannabis and they give me something else yeah, and they see whether they'd see the effects of it. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. It's illegal. It's illegal. So even in the ACT, I don't think, I think with all this stuff, it's got to be federally legal Okay, because the body that approves research is federal. That's the same thing in America. So even though there's states that have, medicinal cannabis yeah they can't do this research oh because it's not federally 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 it's it's got to be close though uh well yeah if if they approve it federally there's no reason why they can't yeah okay because it's the um what's the fda stand for the federal administration Administration, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. because that is the thing that approves ethics you can't do research unless it's so federally if i had to ask you right now what your what what your hypothesis is in like a like a one sentence you have to give a one sentence answer what would you say i'd say that there is probably likely there is evidence that it will reduce the amount of antidepressant medication you need in a short term okay so it will release sim- relieve symptoms short term okay i so i wouldn't recommend anyone who's depressed or anxious to st- yeah. Drop their whatever medication Meds in, in, to, and just start smoking pot. Right. I yeah. definitely think weed is something that is kind of like different, like very case to case. Yeah. You know what 100%. I mean? It's, it's all this shit is like fishing with dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. It could go so well for you yeah. or you could be in a hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm definitely someone who's like legalized weed for sure. Mm. I'm very Joe Rogany on that, <laughs> yeah. but at, like if it's not for everyone, you know, if it's not for you, don't use it. Definitely. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, some people use it to quell anxiety. Mm. I've heard it's less effective with depression, mm. but I've heard it's more effective with the, with the anxious stuff. Yeah. But uh, then other people are like, oh, I smoke weed and, you know, I got super anxious and, mm. you know, I worked up and I just think once you're there, it's hard to like kind of meditate yourself out of that anxious mind because you're already high. It's hard to... It's a spiral. Yeah, it's yeah, a spiral, yeah, yeah. exactly. And you've got to wait until you either, it, you know, yeah, to it leaves your system or you go to sleep, exactly. So that's... Mm. It, One thing I think with it all as well is like, these, this stuff might be all well and good in the short term, but like months and months of 
any drug use, I think, can have negative effects that you can't foresee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, I, I'm... Even with... They give these kids, like, say, Ritalin or Adderall. Mm. And these kids will be taking Ritalin every day for years while they're at school, even at uni. Mm. And I'm like... That's got to do something to your it's brain. Gotta, it's got it's to at least alter it, the fact... I, I mean... Obviously, yeah, it, you're going to get withdrawals. If I take Ritalin for a month straight and I stop, I'm going to have withdrawals. Yeah, 100%. But I want to know, do you reckon there's like long-term effects of taking it for like a year? Do you reckon my brain will ever be able to recover to the same normal dopamine levels that it was at before Ritalin or? I don't know. That's, don't know. A, that's a tough one. But yeah. I definitely think that even if it's not brain chemistry, like your brain's going to learn... Yeah. That Ritalin does this to you. Yeah. And without Ritalin, your brain is like this. Like, yeah, okay. And I guess that way it's... You're saying that's that's what building a tolerance is though, mm. kind of. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't think... if Once you've worked that up, I don't think stopping cold turkey will essentially revert you back to how you were before. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you think about... Do you ever use like something like Ritalin? Nah, I don't really or use... Or would um, you? I've never used, I've had Ritalin, but I didn't study with it. I've right. never actually used it. Yeah, okay. But um, I don't know. I think there's definitely like a worthy discussion for them. Mm. But I think, I personally think it might be overprescribed. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely think it's overprescribed. But I mean, I was on one side saying like, we've got to stop giving all these kids who show a little bit of energy Ritalin, mm. but you know, I've definitely changed in the fact that I talk to someone and they're like, when the, when a medical professional is telling you mm. that this can help say, say it's a mother say, yeah. When a medical professional tells a mother, this can help your son or daughter be better at school, fit in more. Mm. It's hard it's to withhold pitch. that yeah, yeah, because you don't want your kid. You can't teach your son, your, your, your child, like at that age to be all philosophical and, you know, get yeah. a, work around those kind of problems. Cause all they know is what they feel. It's very in the moment when you're a child. So mm. it's hard to withhold something like that from a kid who's really battling and you know, like it does work. Mm. It, it's proven 100%. to work. Yeah. Like it, but my, my wondering is, is these kids, will probably improve in our society with Ritalin. Mm. But like, that's because we're expecting them to conform to our society. Yeah, right. So you're just saying... Like these kids might be like super energetic and that sort of stuff. But if you like... True. We, we don't if they were cavemen, they might have thrived. Yeah, exactly. I know what you're saying. As in... But instead we expect them put to them in sit a school in a classroom, and sit in a classroom. six hours yeah. a day, five days a week. So that's like, actually... I've actually never thought of that. So maybe the answer is not to force them to take a pill to calm them down and fit into a normal schooling system, but mm. maybe explore options where schools are run a little bit differently, like for people like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so. I, there's a, I would avoid medicating children as much as possible. Yeah. I would think. There's a huge, I know there's a problem. I, I studied this at uni as well. There's a problem with, and this is like, just because the kid's energetic and can't concentrate in class and doesn't mean he's not an intelligent person. No. It just means he doesn't 
um, conform to the standardized testing. And that's like a lot of like immigrant families will come over, bring their kids. Mm. Their kids could be real switched on, smart, but they don't, they don't, they haven't done the, like the Western, our Western style of standardized testing. And then, you know, they fall behind and they're stuck in that. I I did a, I, I wrote a piece on, on that talking about racism and racism being one person thinking a race is superior to the other. And one of the ways we do is because we apply our own Western bias when it even like intellectual school wise and apply it to all these other people Mm. who didn't grow up like that, who aren't in that system and then say, Oh, you didn't do this. You must be dumb. You're not as, you know what I mean? It's the value that we've placed. It's exactly, it's, it's only our value. We've created it. Yeah. But yeah, which is just your concept. It's not even really reality. Mm. It's just the way that you see the world. It's funny, I knew this podcast was going to get to this point. <laughs> and I know there's so many people like listening, like, well, not so many, I'm, but there's people listening going, like, this is some classic bro science stuff. Yeah. I, a little bit of this is backed up by some research, right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a fraction. No, we didn't, we just, this is it's our. Just, it's just discussion. This is just our discussion. Yeah. Um, we've, yeah, I knew it was going to get to the drug. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Duncan Trestle. Duncan Trestle. <laughs> if you, gospel. If you, Do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen, our, we, our, we've watched a show recently called Midnight Gospel. It's a animated podcast series by the same dude that animates Adventure Time. Mm. Um, it's really good. It's all about like, if you're into like learning about mental health and meditation and spirituality, mm. super good for that. I know I loved it. Pisso loved, loved it. it. Blandy loved yeah. it. You know, it's really good. The last episode's one of the greatest things, like moments of TV. Yeah, few tears were shared. But um, yeah, I think if going forward with this, like this podcast, Mm. you know, that's definitely something I'm always interested in, and that's something you're always interested in. Um, Not only, I'd I'd be happy to do one fully dedicated to like yeah, mental health and yeah, for sure. And like, I do want to get there. I just want to do it the right way. I know a lot of people do their own podcasts and talk about. Mm-hmm. mental health but i don't want it to be too like cringy or too like i just want it to be done properly you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and i don't want to drag drag it on for too long like mm-hmm. yeah one episode bang or one segment bang yeah. i know a few people that started their own podcast and everything's kind of like sad but see i think my thoughts on this would be i don't really want to discuss like mental illness Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in like the betterment of well people. Yeah, for sure. Which I think is there's a there's a big degree of separation there. Yeah. No, that that's and true. that's more of an interesting topic. Yeah, true. And I think recently I've been doing a whole heap of like surfing and uh, you've joined like diving and mm. spear fishing and snorkeling. I I think serious and I went to Condoblin as well recently at Fox's Farm. And I think doing, being in nature and like having no control over your environment. Mm. I mean, you can try and control. That's what surfing is. It's like an attempt to <laughs> yeah. control the ocean, but like- Not even control, just like work with it. Yeah, yeah, work yeah. with it. And I mean, I think that's so good for your well-being. I felt so much better just being in the water mm. and and when I was out in the country, like being in the country, it's, it's such a good, it's so Definitely. good for you. And I think that's such a- non like it's not talked about enough Mm. you need to get out 
in nature. In nature. Yeah, like I agree whether that, that be the beach. I mean, it's barely nature. You can wherever you live. Like even if you live in the in Penrith, yeah. you're an like you have all the mountains around you. You're an hour from the beach. Mm. It's still not that much. Like I think we definitely need to get outside more. I'm guilty of staying inside too much. Definitely, but I feel um, like anxious and boxed in. Inside. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm similar to you. Like if I'm ever feeling a bit like anxious inside. I know that if I just go for a walk down the gully at Bronte, yeah. I'm going to feel like mm. 10% better after that. Yeah. I think, I mean, when I go skiing, you're in the woods and constantly being in the woods and there's snow and trees everywhere, the air mm. smells all crisp and yeah. it's like, it actually changes your brain mm. because to a certain degree, we aren't, we aren't meant to live like this. You know what I mean? No. I don't, the human brain especially when it comes to being anxious about things, it's still got the same old fight or flight that it had when we first were around. Definitely. You know what I mean? So, and we have, we create all these problems for ourselves because we live in like houses all next to each other in a big city and we have all these things to worry about. Mm. And I think getting out in nature just like reminds your brain like of that, of those like pure, simple, very simple times. Definitely. I was watching, do you know... John John Florence, a beast surfer. He was talking about when he doesn't surf, he's like sailing and he's, you know, and I was just thinking like he's always connected to water or nature. And I'm like, he's, he's got to be in the best headspace. You know what I mean? Like living in <laughs> yeah. Hawaii, like just sailing around, surfing, diving. Mm. Yeah, that's the life. But kind of, you can look at that the other way as well in that like we don't get to nature enough, but, and that's like what the cavemen would do. But we also like overindulge our instincts as well. Like we eat yeah, true. all the shit that we possibly need. Like yeah. you watch porn because like your little caveman brain's like yeah. have sex all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point as well. I guess it's just like balance, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everything in moderation, even the good stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely. No, that's, that's good. Well, I think, yeah. you know, we've talked about some stuff. This is a good little first. How long is that? I don't know. Let me see. It's a good first episode. 46 minutes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty fun. good. If no one listens to this, that's fine because I actually originally wanted to record this so I could listen to this in the future <laughs> and li- look back and be like, damn, that's what I was thinking at that age. Yeah. That's what was going through my head. Um, but next episode, we probably get Blandy Try on get board. Blandy on. Yeah. Um, you know, if we, we'll talk about some different stuff, but we're going to have some general same themes. Sorry for anyone that was disinterested by some points. <laughs> I can't put it on YouTube and chop up the bits like Jamie does in Joe Rogan and have the... We need a Jamie. Yeah, we need a Jamie, maybe Pull a producer. Maybe I'll employ... Send your resume to Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send your resume to hasismat at hotmail.com, which is an actual email. Um, But yeah, no, thanks for coming, Pisto. It was a pleasure. Cheers, guys.